Hello, friend, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom. Well, I just came in from a hike in the woods. Tomorrow's my day off. I get the day off since it's Good Friday, and I get to celebrate the fact that Jesus did all that he did so that I could look at his life and hear what he had to say. And Well, I'll tell you what, I'm just so grateful for that man and what he's done for us that it's just, well, ridiculous, I'll tell you. It's just, there's nothing more important to me anymore than that father of mine in heaven and his Holy Spirit that gets me there. Well, folks, as we're always saying, I'm gonna, and I talk, I don't expect you to believe a word. I just, um, well, I have this kingdom that he gave me, and that's all that matters to me. It really doesn't matter. I'm just on here because, like I said, the Holy Spirit said this is where I'm supposed to be. Well, my walk in the woods today, I was just like a child. I'll tell you what, he, he showed me that it just doesn't matter. That I went to cross the creek out there because the water was up, and there was a spot that I'd normally cross, but the water was too high, and I threw down some rocks. I was like a little kid playing in the creek. But, you know, that's just kind of the way I am now. I just goof off except when I'm working, and, well, I just do these walks with him and enjoy every bit of the simplicity of life that I have. And when I was coming around through there, I was thinking about things, and one of the things that uh, he put on my mind was <clears throat> that Jesus said that what we bind on earth it would be bound in heaven, and what we loosed on earth would be loosed in heaven. Well, like I tell you, if you believe that John 3.16 is what he meant, then you surely believe that he meant everything he said. So what exactly does that statement mean? And friend, have you looked out on this old world of ours and seen exactly what we've bound on earth and what we've loosed on earth? Because friend, if that statement was trying to get us to pay attention, well, we might not have been paying very much attention because we've kind of loosed all the wrong things here and bound all the wrong things too. And so what I see is that we just need to start paying attention to what it is we're binding and loosing here, because if we're doing it here, that means we're doing it there. That's what he said. So either that or else he was saying that the kingdom that's coming is coming here. Because we bound it here, it was bound there. That would explain that darkness coming, wouldn't be kind of like a reset button on this old earth of his. Because it is his, it's never been ours. You know that. If you believed in Jesus, well, you just know that the truth is that love is the way, because that's what Jesus said. So the question is, are we really going to pay attention to that, friend? Because I'll tell you, I told you, I'm only here to create a dilemma for you so that you might think about what it is you're thinking about because there just is no other relevance to me. 
because like I told you, I'm out there, I've got my hand on the plow trying to help people, but friend, the darkness is growing, and well, there's just not enough of us out here in the field working, and here's the problem. I've got stepchildren that I love dearly, and they're going to want to have kids, and I see that my nephew Caleb is young, and all the rest of them are all in their 20s, so they're not exactly old for the most part, some 30s, but I'll tell you what, the fact of the matter is that it just doesn't matter what goes on. We've made these choices. I just hate to see that we're just doing what we're doing because if we don't make a different choice, well, then we're going to have to accept that that is what it is and there's just nothing to it. So I know that I just sit here and talk and sometimes I probably don't make any sense even though I make complete sense. And I told you my thought of Satan. Well, I'll tell you what, it's that same fear you have. You're afraid the same thing I am. I mean, we all have it. We all see what's going on, but nobody wants to look at it. And we know that if anybody stands up, we watch the, the darkness snuff out light after light. I mean, it didn't end with Jesus. It just keeps on going. You know, Martin Luther King was, I think, the last light that, that I saw that just stood up and got snuffed out. and. Well, we gave him a day of celebration. So that's what I see. I see that it doesn't matter, but this is the problem. I just don't care how long I live now. It just doesn't even occur to worry to me, except for the fact that I promised my father I'd give him my life all the way up until the end. So now I'm at my choice. I either keep getting on here and talking and tell you the truth that he's showing me or you know, well, then I just deny God, and I just can't do that. He's been way too good to me, and the forgiveness I've gotten for all the things that I've done, and the forgiveness I've learned to give to other people, and just watching this light grow inside of other people and myself, and, well, I'm telling you, it's just all that. That Jesus was, I'm, I'm grateful for him for all of eternity, and my Father, and the Holy Spirit, and you. Because, friend, if you're not the light yet, you're going to be. It's just a matter of time. I'm just hoping before the dark arrives, because that door goes shut to the kingdom. And, well, like I said, it's not that he's shutting it. It's just who's going to stand up and be able to be the light in the light if the light's gone. So that door shuts because we don't get the experience of the love that we wanted to be, and because, well, we weren't willing to give it, and we were more worried about eating our fruit, well, then he'll just let us eat it right on into that dark. That's just kind of the way that works. So that's the reason I bring up this kingdom being, you know, what's bound on earth is bound in heaven, and what's loosed on earth is loose in heaven, because, well, if that statement's true, like he showed me it is, well, I just wouldn't want his kingdom any more than I'd want this one, because we've just about loosed everything. We could have bound our appetite and kind of had a better planet for our kids, and we're just not making those choices. I don't have to tell you. I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm telling you, you don't need to be now. That's the reason the children are afraid and everyone's falling down with this thing called mental illness. You can't look out at this world and not be terrified. 
Unless you're eating so much fruit, you're just gorging yourself. Or you're in the trenches working and you're not putting your head up because Jesus told you to do that. And well, I'll tell you, when you got your head in the trench, it doesn't matter because you're there in the light and you're just working for the light. That's what you do. But it's time, friend. It's time that we make this decision because, you know, if we don't make it for ourselves, he makes it for us. It just is the way it is. And I'm not upset about it. I was out there playing in the crick with the kids because I know I'm doing my part. And that's all I can do, friend. And I'm putting myself out here on this Internet telling you everything about me. And the fact that I'm talking to this voice I call the Holy Spirit, whether you believe it or not, it just doesn't even matter. What I do know is when I was coming around there after I crowded across that creek, well, I knew I was going to have to cross it somewhere down the way. And when I got down there, I knew that the area that I normally cross that was going to be washed out. But to tell you the truth, I didn't even get there. I was almost there. And he pointed down the way, to told me, said to get down to this log going across this tree that fell. And I'll tell you, I've seen that tree on more than one occasion, and I got my feet wet rather than try to cross that thing from a distance. It kind of looks a little ominous. And, you know, that Holy Spirit, he, he has to put blinders on me because I'm just scared of everything. And so what he did was he said, well, just go down, just start walking for that log. And you don't necessarily have to cross because my first thought was there's no way I'm getting up on that thing. It's uprooted and laying across there, but it's still attached to the creek up. And it was just looking at it from way back there because I've never got up close to it. I just seen it and I was like, there's just no way I'm getting on that thing. Well, that's what the Holy Spirit does. He just takes me a little time. He said, we'll just head that direction. and It doesn't matter. We don't have to cross the log. Maybe you'll see something else down there. I just want you to go down to that log. So I go down and I start walking that way and I'm crawling through this and that. And Well, when I get down there on the way, he had to tell me two more times that I don't have to cross the log. I just have to go down there and look around. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe there's some rocks or something or other. Well, I get down there and, well, lo and behold, as I come up on that thing, it just almost has a step down to a little tree to hold on to. I just stepped right onto that log and walked right on across. And I used to trim trees, so it's not like I'm afraid of walking on a log. But, you know, the water was a little deep in one section, that stony rock beach on another. And it was up a little high, not real high. I mean, I wouldn't have killed myself by any means, but might not have been a pleasant experience had I fallen off. But from the distance, it was the fear. It was never about I couldn't do it. It was just I just never got close enough to look. And that old Holy Spirit, that's the way he does with me. He just takes me from one step to the next and just doesn't show me what I'm doing until I get there because that's just the way I am. But that's what it said in the Church of Philadelphia or the um, in the Revelations when Jesus was talking to the Church of Philadelphia when he was talking through John. He said that those that he that overcomes has to have little strength. Well, friend, I believe him because I see that I just don't have any. And so I'm just learning that these blinders were put there so that he could just walk me through things. Just like talking on this Internet and talking about what I've gone through and 
that I wasn't a good person sometimes in my life. And, you know, that's kind of shameful. We all want to be good. And, well, it's a good thing that I kind of talk about it for a living a little bit. So it's eased up on me. But still talking to two of the world that I know the world's full of judgment. It's not like the folks I'm talking to. I'm telling you. All those that are supposed to be given forgiveness, well, they don't have much forgiveness for too much anybody, so I just know that they'll have not much for me probably, but I just don't care anymore. The only thing that matters to me is that I follow this thought and that I just do what it is my father asked me, and since it's on my heart, I just know this is what it has to be done. So I keep doing it. It doesn't matter. I'm got my blinders on. Tell you the truth, I've got a few more people looking at it than I did. There's up to about 55 people looked at it. <clears throat> but it really doesn't even matter because love has always been the way and it will always be the way. And forgiveness is the key. But friends, I'll tell you, if you the only way to really understand how to forgive yourself and others is get in those trenches. Because when you start helping these folks that you once were afraid of and you thought that they were just doing these things, well, I'm going to tell you, you're going to find out these people were hurting and you're going to start having compassion for people. And you're going to start seeing that all these people that you thought were dark were just people that needed love. They just needed someone to believe in them because they didn't believe in themselves because that's what this is about. This is what I'm talking about, these trenches. I'm not talking about hard work. I'm talking about inspirational work, friend. You get to go out and be someone's light. And we could set the whole world afire for this love of Christ if people would just listen to what Jesus said and stop taking that 316 and throw it with every other scripture that has nothing to do with Jesus because I'm telling you tomorrow, friend, is the day that we celebrate him going to that cross, that Good Friday. So this would be a good time to think about what it is that you're really thinking about. Because I'm telling you, we're making choices. And if you don't know Jesus, you can't help me with making these right choices. As long as you're believing one thing, you can't believe the other, and you got to make these choices for yourself. I'm not telling you I'm right. I'm telling you I'm wrong. Because I've just got no righteousness. There's just none in me except for the one that God has. And, well, there's one thing. I'm not judging people. I'm trying to ask you to think about what you're thinking about. There's just no judgment in that. It's called the awakening, friend. And I'm telling you, we need to awaken because I just don't plan on stop talking. Whatever my father does with me, he's just going to do it because I just refuse to go back to this old world and acting like that fruit tastes good when I'm watching all this suffering. I just can't do it. They'll have to put me back on medication uh, to go back to being unconscious. And I'll tell you, friend, they just couldn't give me enough now because if I go back, I would have betrayed my thought of Christ. And I'll tell you, friend, I'm just not doing it. There's just no way I can betray the Father that has given me everything and all this forgiveness and love and allowed me this experience of being one thing so that I could really appreciate the other. Because I'll tell you, 
That's what life was about. Life was about the experience, and love is the way, friend. Love is the experience you want. I'm telling you right now, if you're hurting and you don't know it, love is what it is you're looking for. And if you start giving it to those that don't have any, they're going to love you for it. I'm telling you that. I'm not telling you that because somebody else told me that. I'm telling you that because I'm out there doing it. And it's not because I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for my father. I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for all of us. I told you before, there's nothing that I do that is doesn't have some sort of selfish purpose to it. Because, like I said, Jesus got to know himself by the greatest experience of love one can give to his father. And that is his life. I'm not saying I want to crawl on that cross and take what he took. I just have no love for that idea, not one little bit. But now that I know my father so well, there's just no way I can go back and say I don't. So I have to declare I've got the kingdom, whether I'm perfect or not, because it was never about perfection, friend. It was about love. Love's the experience. That's what it is. This is a, this is a crazy old world. So that's just kind of where I'm at. So I'm just so appreciative that he's given me what I've gotten. I just can't go back because I'll tell you, I wasn't even going to talk about that revelations thing, but he just wouldn't let me go to the woods until I sat down and read that Bible and read that part. I told my roommate I was going off to the woods to walk, and then I went to go put on my clothes, and he said, you're not going, and I went, wow, okay. So then I went, and turns out as soon as I read that, then he said, it's time to go. So he just wanted to straighten me out before we went out there to give me a conversation piece, I imagine. Because it's amazing how thinking about that scripture can get me back from the world pretty quick. And that's what he has to do with me, because I'm telling you, when I'm throughout the day, I was on meetings just like I always am and doing support groups and I had a four-hour training that I had to be on, and I'll tell you, when your mind's full of all that, it just has nothing to do with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and it's still helping people, so it has everything to do with it, even though it has nothing at all. That's the truth of the matter, so it's a worthy cause because it's leading me down the right path. It's just, it can make me unconscious when we're, there's 50 of us on there doing these some these webinars or what have you, and they're doing a meeting too and talking about this and people getting frustrated because equipment isn't working right. That's just the way that equipment works. It's not perfect any more than we are. So that's what I know. I just know that this love that God has given me is just the greatest thing ever. And I'm just not going back to this old world. And I'm asking you to join me. I'm not even asking you to give up all your fruit, friend. I'm just asking you to wake up and start thinking about what it is you're thinking about and asking God what it is he wants you to have. Because I don't care if he leaves you with your house and everything. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not here to ask you to give up everything. I'm still living in a house and have a car. If he takes it from me, I'll give it. It's his already. But that's what I'm asking. I'm just asking that we'll all get together here and start loving our neighbor as ourself. And I'll tell you what, if you don't love you now and you start doing that, you're going to end up loving you more than you just can even imagine. 
The problem is all that unforgiveness we have for others is the same unforgiveness we have for ourselves. If we expect perfection from them, they we expect perfection from us. But if we can learn to give them some forgiveness, we can learn to give ourselves some. And before you know it, this whole place would be the kingdom that he wanted. He didn't want perfection. He wanted you to have an experience. So, I don't know. I'm probably sounding like I'm on a soapbox, but I'm not. It's just what he shows me out there. And since he showed me that what you loose on heaven, you lo or loose on earth, you loose in heaven, and what you bind on earth, you bind on in heaven. That just kind of got to me just thinking about that because I love my father and I want his kingdom to be just perfect, <clears throat> even though it is already. Because how could it not be perfection if he's allowing it? See, even though this is all imperfect, it's perfect all the while. And that's why I just can't get upset at anybody, because I know it's completely right that you're doing it, because if I judged you, I'd have to judge God for allowing it. So I know that this is the purpose, and I see it. But this is what he's called me to, and as usual, I just sit here unscripted, and whatever, when I walked in here, the only thing I knew that it was going to say was the one. That's because he told me I was going to. So anyway, friend, I hope that you have a wonderful Good Friday and that you really take that day to think about exactly what he went through and why it is he did it and whether he actually was looking for you to believe John 3.16 or for you to believe in him. Did he want you to know him or did he want you to know Moses, Joshua, Paul, all these other people? Because, friend, if he is your light in your way, then he's the one you need to get to know, and I mean get to know well. And if my answers don't suit you, like I told you in the beginning, just don't believe them. Because I never really wanted you to. The truth is that my kingdom won't be yours. Yours is going to be done differently. Only so many people will get to talking. The rest of them will be busy with a shovel in their hand, which will be shoveling food into people's mouths, clothes on people's back, and getting them a light so that the next time they get out of being incarcerated, that they have a light to go do. Because, see, friend, that's the problem. When you treat people like animals, well, they just don't learn anything more than what they went in with. Friend, I've been in that prison working with folks, and I know it. I've talked to them, and it's not like I've been doing it long or been in there a hundred times, but I'll tell you what, I've got some respect for the people in there, and you ought to have heard one of the conversations I had in there when I talked about how I was struggling a little bit and all of this and how I've had fear in my life. Well, me and this group of incarcerated men are sitting there talking about having feelings, and all of a sudden, when I opened up, they started opening up, and we're talking about being afraid. And this one man, I tell you what, if I would probably be afraid of him if he was mad at me. But he's the one who said first in front of everyone, I'm afraid all the time. And that's the reason I don't take any crap. That's the reason you have to be so tough in here, he said. So imagine that. All of this toughness to cover up the fear, friend. I'm telling you, it, love is the cure for fear.
And that's just all there is to it. And so if we can show people compassion and love and forgiveness, I'm telling you, we can change the world. It is not too late to change the world. But the problem is, and I'm under no illusion that enough people are going to join me on this little journey of mine to really make a difference. I would love to be proved wrong. I would love to see the world set on fire for the light of Christ. But that really just becomes a personal choice for each one that hears this message. And Well, whether you decide to think about what it is you're thinking about and get to know those parables and the statements he made, and if you come to accept that if John 3.16 was real, that he's the light in the way, then everything he had said had to be true. Or else they've been lying to us all along, and there's no sense in listening to John 3.16, because if it isn't all true, then none of it is, and you can't believe in that one either, friend. And I know I beat that parable to death, but I'll tell you what, every time I talk to a Christian, all I hear is John 3.16, and that is it. And I'm talking about people that are glorifying that statement while they're busy insulting everyone else about every other third second. And it just kind of bothers me. And I understand that they're just humans just like me. I've been down that road. I've assassinated all those characters. But I tried to keep my mouth shut about Jesus because I knew I wasn't worth talking about him because I was too busy eating my fruit. Even I mean, I knew that then. But see, i I didn't believe this thing of this John 3.16 where you get forgiveness without giving it. That just didn't make any sense to me then. It still doesn't now. And the Holy Spirit showed me that it wasn't ever supposed to make sense. So it's kind of irrelevant for me. I'm just living my truth and talking my truth. And Jesus said that what's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. And what comes out of your mouth is going to become your reality. Friend, this kingdom is my reality already because I... I'm helping people, and I'm feeling the love of my Father in my heart. And there's just nothing better than that. I'm telling you, there just isn't. So tomorrow, I'm going to celebrate, and I'm very disappointed, I'll tell you, that I don't get to celebrate Easter with my family with this coronavirus going on, because they're in Chester County, and I'm in Montgomery County, and well, I just can't cross those county lines. They kind of quarantined us and wouldn't be right. And like I said, I'm not afraid of this coronavirus, but I also have absolute respect for everyone else. And if I were to get it, well, then I go running around and give it to somebody else. It doesn't matter. So that what I think, the fact of the matter is that I've just got to do what seems to be the right thing. And that's the same thing everybody else is doing. So, I'm just hoping that you're hearing the love and not not the dark, because I keep talking about both, because Jesus just mixed it all up and made one just as obvious as the other. And But the problem is you got to be able to look at everything or look at nothing. It's just the way it is. So, just know that I love you and... That's the reason I'm doing this. I love you because I love him, and I love him because, well, I just love all of us. We're just all worth it. Jesus showed us that. All right, my friend. Well, I hope you have a wonderful evening, 
and may God bless you and yours.